0: The last word with
1: Matt Cooper. These are Eurostat survey figures that looks at the number of young adults still living with their parents in the family home. Can you believe that in Ireland 68% of Irish adults aged between 25 and 29 are still living at home. You probably can believe it given the price of rent and how difficult it is to get a mortgage to buy something to be able to afford to do so two-thirds of Irish adults, where it was just over one-third a decade ago. The EU average is 42%. There are countries where People leave the home quite young as adults. Denmark, it's only 4.4% of this 25 to 29-year-old cohort are still living at home. It's only 5.7% in Finland, 6.3% in Sweden. It goes up then in the likes of Germany, where it's 20%, and it's France, 25%. There are four countries where they have higher rates than, than Ireland of young adults living at home. They are Croatia, Slovakia, Greece and Italy. I think it's been a tradition in Italy for generations. We've two guests with us. I'm going to start with Dylan Cagney. Dylan, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I believe you're still living in your mother's house. Tell us what age you are, please, and why you're still there.
0: How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm 28 years old, and I am still here at home. Uh, I'm still here because I, I i can't I can't afford anything in town I initially was living in town for a while but it just got too expensive so uh, moved back home
1: and you're not on your own going back to live there are you
0: I'm not no I'm with my partner um same age as me and we were living in town together we were sharing with one of our friends as well so there were three of us in the apartment and now the two of us have moved back together to uh, work from home and save a bit of money and see where else in the world we could end up where we could actually Afford to live somewhere alone,
1: and I understand you have an adult sister living there as well. Do you? I do. Yeah, exactly. And how's your mother dealing with all of this?
0: I hope she's doing okay with it. To be honest, um, say <laughs> you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she actually spends a lot of her time away. She works. She works um, around Ireland, so she'd move off for a week or a weekend. Um, and are you sure it's so... working?
1: It's not to get away from her adult children.
0: <laughs> God, I would really hope it's <laughs> not. But uh, look, we'll see.
1: It's highly, hardly ideal. Did you ever envisage this possibility? I mean, at what age did you look to move out of home?
0: I initially moved away from home already, actually. Um, I spent a few years abroad. I was in, I was in Germany, in Berlin, um, and I was living there. I had never kind of thought of, I think, at the time, this was, I was 21 at the time, and I never really thought of living in Dublin City or anything. It just sort of happened that I ended up moving away. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the the independence, the freedom, the the normal day life of living alone and growing up as you would uh, and wanted to try and do that at home. So once I'd moved back, I wanted to try and find my own place. But it, it was only then, I suppose, when I moved back in 2019 that I realized that that wasn't going to be the case. I would have to move away again if I wanted to actually have my own place.
1: Move away out of Ireland?
0: Exactly, yeah. Maybe I, somewhere down the country, but yeah, definitely move away from Ireland or from Dublin, at least.
1: Yeah, because you're in Dublin. And how difficult is it, though, once you've experienced that independence and freedom to move back in under the roof of your mother, even if she is out of the house quite a bit, as you've explained? I mean, are there not still you're living in her house under her rules? It's,
0: yeah, it's definitely disheartening. Um I think definitely there's a lot of aspects about living abroad that I miss, not just abroad, but living, living on my own or on my own terms. I definitely miss a lot of it. Um, the kind of freedom to come and go as I please and not have to be meal planning with several other people as well. And kind of falling back into the tropes of living with your family, I suppose. Um, so yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable sometimes. I feel you know you can't treat your family like housemates, and you can't treat your housemates like family. You know, there's kind of a a, a grey area where you can't really uh, overlap the two. But um, yeah, things can come up and can stick around for a while. I think issues and problems.
1: Now, bear in mind your mother might be listening in the car she's driving around Ireland. But are you are you paying rent to her at home, contributing to the bills, or are you saving it all for moving out at some stage in the future?
0: I uh, I am helping around the house and that's kind of our agreement. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making sure the house stays clean and tidy and I'm cooking. And I mean, it's, it's, it's not that I have chores, but there's kind of an agreement that I am contributing to the house, you know, working in the garden, making sure things are still functional around the house as well. Um, and so for that, I pay the Wi-Fi as well but I wouldn't have rent and I wouldn't have bills, which I'm really, really grateful for. You know, I'm really lucky. Some people feel, you know, some people do have to pay rent in their in their parents' homes to, to help, but I'm lucky that I don't have to.
1: Stay on the line, Dylan. I want to bring in Senator Annie Hoey of the Labour Party, because... There seems probably all sorts of different arrangements that are going on in houses whereby maybe parents are receiving rent, maybe they're entirely subsidising their adult children who live there. But this was the key takeaway from this Eurostat uh, survey is the extraordinary number of Irish adults in their mid to late 20s who are still living in the parental home.
2: Yeah, these are really high figures. And we have to think about the societal impact that has uh, you know it's not just that that people are living at home it's it's impacting other parts of their lives you know putting off big life milestones that a lot of people talk about i've so many friends who have who talk about putting off having children putting off getting married and um, have not been able to take up certain career opportunities because they wouldn't you know their parents or they wouldn't be able to rent within a reasonable distance. And by the way, there are people commuting from you know, Galway to Dublin, only got like crazy commutes people are doing uh, in order to be able to get certain jobs. But this is, you know, there's a whole societal impact on this. And and I just don't know that the government are really getting to grips with it. We talk about, how, you know, we can talk about housing in the simplification of having a roof over your head, but housing also gives people an opportunity to live their lives, you know, and, and to live the lives that they want to. And it's very hard, I think, to feel empowered when you're still in a childhood
1: bedroom. And then, what about the parents? Is it something necessarily that they wanted, much as all as they may love their children, but there must be a stage where they think that they're going to have their house back because the children are going to move out.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure that this uh, this this particular crisis is one that that any parent envisioned for their children. You know, it, it, I, you, you highlight in Italy, and there's like a kind of cultural impact uh, piece to it. This isn't something that I think a lot of people expected to happen. At uh, this period, there's a lot of parents, a lot of my friends' parents who are are so good and so kind and are like, yep, come on back into the family home. But they weren't expecting this, you know, and, and, and we've had conversations around uh, the kitchen table with them. And they're like, yeah, it's great to have you back. But we, we, we wanted when we, we had you, we envisioned that you would have a different life with it. We envisioned that by now you will be able to have your own home, not necessarily even own their own home, but have a secure ho- roof over their heads. Uh, not everyone wants to buy, of course. Um, and, we, and we do have issues around rental. Like, we, we wrote a piece of legislation around renters' rights as well. Uh, we don't have renters' rights the same way we would have across Europe. And um, We'd love to see things where people can see how much the previous tenants rented, uh, ending no-fault evictions. Like, even the Tories bleh, in the UK are are looking at ending no-fault evictions. Like, it's it's something we do have to get to grips with here. So we don't just have the owning a house issue. We have even the lack of security in rental. And, and as has been spoken to here, the The average rent, 2,344 in Dublin, 1,800 in the rest of the country. That's bananas.
1: The listener here says, I'm 37 and single and I've had to move back home. It's an effing joke. I could get a house down the uh, back end of Ireland, but that doesn't benefit me. I suppose that's the urban-rural divide again coming up and the cost of rent and the cost of buying in different parts of the country. But it also, Annie, raises the question, you know, if this is figures for 25 to 29-year-olds, two-thirds of adults in that age category, how many is it happening to in their 30s?
2: Yeah, and I can I can tell you, anecdotally, I certainly know, and I think is it um, barely a third of adults under the age of forty own their own home, and eighty percent of people over forty do. Like that's, a, that's 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 quite a significant difference. And Obviously, those figures will start to change um, over the next few years, and and I do again. I know people in their thirties, late thirties. I know people in their early forties who are back living at home. there's some people who have moved home for, you know, caring responsibilities. And that's a conversation for another day about our, our lack of care support for some families. But it's, 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 you know, obviously the figures today are highlighting uh, young people in their 20s, but it's certainly affecting people of all sorts of ages. And, you know, families as well, like people, you know, get not everyone uh, is married or in a situation when they get into their 30s that they are. But I know of people who are moving back home with their children. Into their, grand, into their parents' homes. That's two generations uh, moving back into the home. That's a lot of pressure um, on a family, on a household, uh, when they were expecting not only for their children to have their own home or their own safe, secure tenancy, but they were expecting their grandchildren to have a secure home or their own tenancy. Like, that's not good enough.
1: Listener says, I'm in my late 40s, living with my partner in her parents' house. We're approved for a mortgage, but we can't afford anything. Another one says, it's no different in Canada or other countries. Canada house prices are double those of Ireland, both sales and rentals. Yeah, there's an international crisis ongoing, but the Eurostat figures show us that in the Scandinavian countries, The numbers of adults in the 25 to 29-year-old category, it's in single figures the percentage living with their parents. The EU average is 42%. Ireland's figure is 68%. And that has doubled in the last decade. Uh, Just one last one to you, Dylan Cagney. Just clarify again, are you going to stay in Ireland or are you seriously thinking of giving up and going abroad?
0: Uh, January. January is when I'm heading. Uh, myself and my partner are going to head to Barcelona, and we're going to live there for a year and and see see, I suppose, where we go from there. But I think that like the saddest part about that is the worst part about that is I really, really want to live in Ireland. I really want to raise children in Ireland, and I want to stay here and I want to experience the rest of my life here. I love this country. I love this land so much, but I don't feel like there's anything else I can do other than pack up and leave. And just keep moving around until I find somewhere that I feel a bit more settled.
1: Dylan Cagney, thank you. And Senator Annie Howey of the Labour Party. Here's another one. I'm 34 years of age. I'm living in Killarney. I'm one of the few of my friends who was renting. It's only the past year or two of my friends have started buying houses and leaving home. I have more friends still living at home in their mid-30s and no sign of moving. This is not just a Dublin problem. Another one, I came home from Canada to work in Dublin in 2016. I thought took a 40% salary cut and couldn't save a cent. The lockdown is the only reason I saved a house deposit. I'm now 48 and about to buy my first house and hopefully start a family. 087-410-102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today